Welcome back to part two of the Headspace podcast, episode 132, reviewing the new Big Crit album, Crit Is Here. I am Chris Chrome. I am doing this by myself. As you can see, there is not having HSR or Holden Stefan Roy around. Um, I'm not going to spend too much time on what we do here. I did that in part one. But just for those of you who are clicking only this part, uh, because maybe you would like to see the certain songs that are here. Yes, in the description, you can cut to what timestamps to see the song you want to listen to or whatnot. Uh, but quick, briefly, uh, I'm not really a hip hop expert. I am somebody who loves hip hop music, who is aspiring to be an artist, who is aspiring to make music as well. And we, uh, well, we generally hold in is here, but um, I am going to continue the adventure of the new Big Crit album and go by track by track and explain exactly how I feel and what I like about the song, what it does, and what I think uh, what I think it is. Uh, and yeah, like I said, if you want to know more about what we do here, you can click on the you can click right up here for the new uh, for the first part. Uh, or somewhere on the screen, wherever Holden decides to put it. Uh, but with that, I'm just going to move back into where we're going. We still have about nine songs left, and there's still somewhat um, a lot to talk about. So, moving on, uh, we've already gone up to track 10. The last song was uh, Believe, uh, just to kind of get back into the mode. It was a really great track. Uh, it really kind of has this premise of um, Big Crit is explaining how he feels that people are really good at believing in things instead of really making a change and getting things done. Uh, he is trying to express that, uh, you know, he's kind of gone through certain things in his life that kind of document how he believes like that and, and what he's, what he's really, um, you know, what he's really trying to get at is like this type of change and really inspire people to be the change that they want to see. Uh, I did leave that song with a 4.705, so at least you know what kind of vibe I'm moving in onto the next track with. And this one is called Prove It featuring Mr. J. Cole. So this was actually a really cool track uh, coming off of the last song, Believe. I kind of feel like these two go together. So the first track, uh, Believe, uh, well, the previous track, Believe, is, you know, um, I was going to say J. Cole. Uh, Big Crit is, you know, expressing how he feels people kind of act, people kind of do things, and there's a sense of belief that he wants. And now on this track with Prove It, uh, I feel like he's he's kind of like questioning everybody as in like, if you guys really do believe in me, I need y'all to prove it. And he takes this standpoint of like, um, on the chorus, he takes this standpoint of like, you can show you can prove your loyalty to me by letting the chopper go um the gun go if if ever it needed to come to it but i don't think that he's really expressing uh this like advocating for violence i think he's just making the extreme point of like prove to me that you're really down with what i do you're really down with big crit and you're really trying to uh show like that you follow that you're a fan you know um I really like it. I really, really like the beat. I really, really like where it's taken me. It's It's got me in this new vibe and it's got me feeling super like determined and like really ready to go and got that crazy energy through it. It was, it was great. And it's not like it's a banger. It's not like... It's not like it's it's like this crazy type banger, but it's it, it does have this type of like 
serious tonality to it this serious energy that i that i do enjoy um so i like when he and, and when he goes uh when big crit goes believe in me believe in me read for me grieve for me i'm gone carry on on your own uh what and if i'm gone carry on on your own the way you're way stronger than you think right off that was like the first thing that really stood out to me because he's he's being consistent in terms of giving that positivity back to people and and, and reinstilling that faith in people and i like how he truly believes that people are great that people are super like they're they're strong and, and that they can take on the challenges it really shows a nice caring side of of, I'm gonna say hip hop. I never thought that 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 big crit was like this thugged out, angry type of person. You know, I've always thought of him to be, at least from what I understand, very conscious, very, uh, very just kind of aware of what's happening. Um, I like how he's enforcing this kind of like steady right path. I do like that type of uh, that type of uh, inspiration that he's giving, um, but. I like how he's kind of twisting it around when he goes, ain't no safety if it ain't safe, headshot or the base, cut the head off this snake. Like, I like how he's saying you can't fuck with snakes. You can't fuck with people who are shady. You need to you need to fuck with loyal people and you need to, to make sure that you can catch that quickly. So there's some wisdom there, which is really dope. I mean, wisdom, I say that with so much excitement, but um, it, it's true though. Like, it's, it's, it's the honest, genuine truth that he's bringing to the table that I think is really standing out for him right now. And... I, I like that. I really do like that from Big Crit, especially the way he's flowing it on this track is amazing. Um, follows through, follows suit and goes, uh, I know, I know you want to be the bigger person. If all they want to do is hurt you, show them how the trigger working. And again, I don't think that he's saying this to really tell people to go kill people, but the the idea of it is don't let yourself be walked all upon don't let yourself you know be pushed around and 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 be walked on like a doormat stand up for yourself and and fight for what you believe in is kind of what i'm getting here um if you and then we hit the chorus if you believe in me prove it when the time come and the time will come when i pass the chopper shoot it yeah yeah Again, I think it's like hyperbolic. I don't think it's it's hyperbolic and symbolic. I don't think that he's really uh, stating that he's going to like actually come out here and kill people and stuff like that. But the idea is like, where does your loyalty land if this is the extremity of what could happen? If this is like real, like, like if we can't deny that guns and gunfire and from what we've been from other projects I've heard from Big Crit, this is something he's also grown up with. Right. But we can't deny that this is something he lives or at least was living so the 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 ideas and the thoughts that he's having on this song are are valid i i find and i really do enjoy it um then we get into verse two post quarters across borders of life now these ain't orders in case you didn't get them right i see what happened to us when we have in a lot's and when we have in a lot have had enough for the fact that you've been di- you been did more with the scraps that was given and i like how he's addressing uh in verse two right away he's addressing like yo these aren't orders and i like i was saying i don't think he's really that type of violent like advocating violence type person but i do like how he's reinforcing this concept and idea of if they got to this extreme where do you stand um 
I do enjoy how there is also this, um, there's also this, like, this thought of dealing with struggle and stress, uh, get them right, I see what, I see what happened to us when they haven't a lot, have had enough to the fact that you've been, did more with the scrap that was given, it's like, I feel like he's trying to explain that, him and his people were given nothing and they still managed to do so much more than the people who already kind of were given something or had stuff before them um then we go back into the chorus and then we hit mr j cole on verse three um and at first i feel like j cole is kind of like bragging a little bit um i wrote more songs than a man can count trying to figure out how to put them out without watering down my brand i don't want them to not want my want my jams don't want to become something that nobody want to hear i feel like he's he's explaining like kind of bragging of how much work he does but at the same time it's in this like paranoid way of you know when when is it that he's going to fall off is he always going to be successful is he always going to be able to you know keep making these bangers which is honest and genuine i guess um i guess it, it is honest and i and it's a genuine fear uh but what i do really really like about uh j cole's verse is that he self-corrects and realizes that it's 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 a fear so he goes uh, but I recognize this is a bitch ass fear. Why the fuck do I care if if I ain't got your ear the then I ain't revered if I ain't revered then why am I here? What if these songs you refuse to share all due to the fact that you're insecure could help somebody out there like you see the world more clear let me switch gear now i really like that i really like how he's kind of saying like you don't like this music because you're insecure and you don't want to listen to it or pay attention to it but that doesn't mean that i can't make it and that i can't put it out and it's that determination that i really enjoy from j cole um now the part that he says let me switch gear he does openly admit that he switches the verse to dedicate like the rest of the ver or, or at least the rest of the feature he has on this song uh to a specific fan of his somebody who um somebody who used to work uh i guess for like a a like event journalism um company or whatnot but was really down for j cole and and he kind of really got on this personal connection uh with this woman who nothing sexual nothing like that it was literally just one of somebody who worked for like a journalism company and wanted to do uh news reports on j cole but also was a fan of him and she kind of just acted really proper and they became somewhat friends uh and i like how he's addressing that uh, today I saw your post something terrible news sus. Today I saw your post some terrible news as I scroll. So this one is for you. Want you to pull through. I better see you on the road. Like I like how he's kind of taking the time to dedicate his belief in this woman to get better. As well as proving it to her that he still knows about her and he still cares. Which was something really dope and it really fits the song and I really do enjoy it. Uh, and I, I honestly, I, at first I was like, wow, you really took a verse to really shout out a woman? Not not that it was a woman, it's nothing to do with that. Just you, you took the time to shout somebody out. But when I really sat down and really thought about it, I was like, it's, it's cool how he's not just shouting her out, but he's also solidifying his belief in her, which is proving the same way that um, I think J. Cole and Big Crit want their fans to prove it to them that they believe in them. 
hence the name of the song uh this was great this was really really great i really did enjoy having j cole and big crit on the song and the way that they kind of flowed together and 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 the way that it didn't sound like they weren't supposed to be there like sometimes you know you get like an artist on a track or at least for me there's there's a couple artists on the track and i'm like eh, one rapper doesn't seem like he should be there both of these guys sound like they should be on this song and they, they really fit well with the beat and that's something i did enjoy and i just want to be clear we are we are um 10 like 11 songs in and well i again i did part one earlier right so we're 11 songs into this project and the beats have just been absolutely stellar um some of the songs you know as much as i may not be like oh these are my best ones or this is a hit for me at least personally a lot of these songs have been absolutely like just production has been absolutely stellar i really enjoy it um needless to say that pretty much wraps up this song i did leave the song with a 4.5 on 5 uh moving on i really like how there's this consistent idea of family matters on this project so i've practically spent you know half this review saying again part one has already been recorded um half this review saying that you know everything is so perfect almost perfect and like it's great and i don't even take that back but then we got to this song and i i don't know um so the title family matters you know really struck me as like oh this is going to be a song that like really going to hit and just the consistency of like the inspiration that uh big crit uh like wants to give and just the way that the way that you know he's really about like teams and he's really like supportive and he's got your back is really dope but this song i mean i didn't really i don't think i understood it i don't think that i i i got the whole connection of being like like the family matters like i'm doing it for them um it's a slower paced track the flow is kind of starting off uh, a little bit off cue but it, it fits really nicely with the beat um uh, the chorus really kind of defines um like we're working as a team and kind of goes like if i come up you come up if i ball out we ball out if i'm popping you pop in i got it you got it the only thing i'm talking about is if i roll up you roll up like it, it's, it's this whole squad aspect right good so so far so good everything's cool but let's start with verse one straightforward with the fashion on the real you ain't think i make it happen it happens until they see the number on the dash and the wood grain everywhere like a casket so to me this kind of sounds like you know your basic hater song people talking shit whatever but now this is family so i feel like he's expressing that family was talking shit and people in his family didn't believe in him um also kind of get this expression of like the grind is real you know you really your the struggle is real you really got to kind of work for at work at it uh but then he follows up with like count it up count it up with my kinfolk uh patriotician my uh, patriotician my vision in the limo uh that's a long way from giving people demos that's a long way from keeping up keeping up nah i ain't sentimental family matters more to me than the winslow dark night no joke i'm just hanging out the window 
uh, okay. Um, again, it could be above and over, over and above my head. Many things kind of go above and over my head. It's, it, it happens. But this just kind of sounds like the only real line that he said was like, I ain't sentimental. Family matters more to me than the Winslow. But everything else just doesn't... I don't really see how it connects with the song. Uh, maybe I just don't understand the lingo or something but that's just kind of how i'm feeling towards this uh but i do like the energy i do like the energy of the song the energy it, it he does carry this like inspirational energy to help lift you up and 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 you know kind of give you this feel of like you know he actually cares um so that was super cool that was something i did enjoy uh the chorus like i said if i come up you come up if i ball out we ball out if i'm popping you pop in i got it you got it the only thing i'm talking about is if i roll up you roll up if i show up you show up i spend it you spend it i'm winning we win and the only thing that matters now is family that's the only time in the whole song that i really thought it felt like that's okay so we're actually talking about the family aspect we're actually discussing like this is what we're doing um you know, verse two, uh, something I liked, but again, doesn't really sound like it has anything to do with family. Uh, power forward with the slash and boom. When the ball's in your court, all the planet is a basket. Swish goes the net when I splash it. Open lane and they thought I should have passed it. So I like how he's staying like true to himself and being like, I worked it on my own. I did it by myself. You know, I'm independent, which is great. Where's the family aspect? I don't know. I just, I don't know. It just, it just seemed weird. And I may, and again, I am going to stay by, maybe I don't understand if one of you guys listening to this right now or watching this, please in the comments, let me know what exactly I may have missed uh, or, or what, because personally, I don't quite get how this title and how the song kind of relates to, uh, I get it that he's doing it for his squad, which I do get that, but I don't, I don't know. It wasn't really a song that kind of just made sense to me a little bit. It just felt like it was like a B-side track that he kind of just put honest to God. Uh, it's good though. The production is still well, the energy on the track, the bars, the flow, you know, Big Crit knows what he's doing when it comes to music. I gave it a four out of five. Oh, look, now we got another interlude, Blue Flame. So, this is a quick little interlude called Blue Flame. Um, I think it's setting up the premise of, like, strippers and strip clubs. Uh, but not in, like, not in, like, we love strippers, we love strip clubs type song. I think it's kind of addressing the strippers themselves in terms of being hardworking women uh, and having to do certain things to get by. Because um, at one point, they're, like, the narrator's going... Welcome to the Blue Flame. We up next. The show's up next. You know we're called it's Bootylicious, uh, and kind of breaking down who Bootylicious is, and goes. But she works at Winnie Dixie during the day, and she dances at the Blue Flame at night. And it seems more of an aspect of like these are just the job options that were available at the time, or like maybe upbringing or however. Um, but there's there's this aspect of having to work because she's working at two jobs and she's working 24 7 kind of seems like she's working all the time uh but it really does set up for the very next track 
but it, it still plays along with with the album like just just what we've been getting and all of the kind of experiences that big crit is explaining to us it does really suit nice with the album so uh pretty much it uh left it with a four on five uh, but like I said, it does set up for the next track because the next track is called Blue Flame Ballet. So this was a very interesting uh, premise to a song. Um, so we get the setup that they're at a strip club and they're watching the, the different types of shows. But I like how I like how Big Crit is expressing it in a way that he's not like sexualizing the strippers and he's not degrading or anything like that. He's interested more in the art of what they're doing. He's so connected with like his music and his creativity that he can understand that stripping is an art, is a, is a presentation, is a show. And I like how he breaks down the different type of movements and the way that he expresses what he's seeing at this strip club. And it's just super nice and it's just a different take and it was super cool. Um, starting off, Roland and Ro- Rawlene Anderson uh, does a really nice type of funky funkiness uh, to the to the chorus, uh, which also matches the funkiness to the beat. I find uh, so it was really really good. I did enjoy that. Uh, but he starts off with like, I saw ballet at the strip club, sat and watched the whole play at the strip club. I'm talking shows on Broadway at the strip club. I saw ballet at the strip club. Now, setting up the premise of the song, I feel like. Again, they are acknowledging that that stripping is an art, and I do enjoy how they're giving it that chance to be like, this is ballet, this is gorgeous, this is beautiful. We're not we're not here to like, you know, be horny pigs in a sense. They're there to enjoy the actual show and the environment and the atmosphere of the strip club, as well as what the uh, performer on stage is doing giving these women their credit for all the hard work that they put into it um you know verse one he's really sweet under light she's shining through the smoke and mirrors i could see a diamond this is art she was she was used to gymnastics or ran track she said that (coughs) (coughs) okay i'll restart that uh, so as per verse one, uh, I really like how sweet and honest he was. Um, so Big Crit goes, under light she's shining, through the smoke and mirrors I could see a diamond, this is art. She was used to gymnastics or run track, she said she used to do both. She volleyballed, she volleyballed all through college, now she just ball off the coke. I came in handy. She, I, it came in handy. She demanded it because the techniques, the techniques never vanish. Now I really like how they're giving that, uh, that, that background to this person on who she is and and how like everything in her life kind of connected and that she's more of a dancer like they're looking at her more of a dancer an athlete somebody who knows how to use their body and 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 do particular things with it uh again not in a sexual aspect in in a a presentational aspect and they're really just admiring it uh she just stretch it then she prep it when she come down perfect landing applause i gave her a 10 on my scorecard she make that shit 
shit look so easy, but that shit hard. Like just genuine appreciation for the, the work and everything that these these women do to be in shape and to give off these 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 amazing shows. Uh, I really did enjoy that. Uh, and then, you know, chorus comes in, follows suit. We're seeing ballet at the strip club. It really kind of suits the premise. It was it was nice to listen to. Uh, I really like Roland Anderson. I really like how he uh, can carry his voice and keep it at a very monotone but soft feel as well as projecting it from around like it just it's it felt it felt like when i was playing it off a speaker it just felt like it was being projected around everywhere and i could i was just engulfed in the song it was just really really great it's got a nice uh, like detaching feel it just takes you out of where you're at and really like you can you get synced into it i feel um moving on to verse two uh you know crit goes to win them off the dances she's so prestigious with your mantle when you tippy toe you far from tip you far from tip drill you got skills yeah i thought that you'd be ratchet but you classic with your stance when you still why you here i'm just saying you might want to go on dancing with the stars and sign you a deal like that's where i started to realize that's where i started to realize that they're not in this just to be again sexualizing homogenistic pigs it's more like this is beauty you can actually do something with this you know how to move you know how to dance you know how to create the crowd you know how to bring that energy and that vibe to the place and i really like that type of that type of appreciation that just that pure honest appreciation for some for for somebody who's working hard for their career and just trying to you know, do what's right for them. I, I do appreciate that. Um, I really like this song. I really think that it gives a different aspect and a different perspective to what a lot of the rap songs uh, use in terms of stripping, or at least the ones that I stumble upon or listen to. I'm not going to blame all music. Uh, but overall, this song got a 4.2 on 5. Really did a good job. I, I, I think that for what it is, it did a great job. Uh, moving forward, I'm pretty sure they learned their manners from Texas, though. Well, this was actually a really dope track. Um, I really enjoyed the paying homage to Houston, Texas, uh, and and just wanting to like give them that acknowledgement for what they did for the South. Um, Big Crit really takes the time to explain like this is where you know I got inspired. Uh, these are the people that I inspired by, and he gives a nice little shout out to UGK Underground Kings. Uh, also gives a shout out to DJ Screw, uh, you know, if, uh, like home, like locals from Houston, Texas. And I really, really like it. I really like that he's paying that homage and really paying respect to who influenced him. Um, the chorus comes in. Uh, I just want to come down one day. Uh, no, actually, verse one comes in and he goes, I just want to come down one day on one day. Candy painted with surrounded one day clown one day. Show the grill, show the show the grill. Um, no, Candy painted cars bring colors. So I like how he's like already he's kind of going into a lot of the a lot of the attributes 
uh, that they brought in, they brought to the table, uh, the candy painted cars, the flashy cars. I know that's like a southern thing. Um, the the grills, uh, the grills in your mouth, that, that relation to that, as well as the grills on a car being lit up, and and he's making that connection. That was something that was really cool. Um, I like how he makes another line where he goes. Uh, now that I'm pulling up clean, I doubled the figure, like double the cup of the lean. Now, please don't quote me on this, but I have like watched interviews with like T.I., with like uh, Big Crit, uh, with a couple of other like Southern, Southern located rappers uh, who claim that Sipping Lean kind of started from there and not like what we are where what like what it is now like they've been doing it for like years uh so i like how he's really claiming that in this song and he's really like yo we've been out here sipping lean like fuck y'all new kids who are doing it like this is a normal thing for us um and he just kind of keeps that same cadence throughout the entire track like really just paying homage to houston texas and really explaining like this is what we learned this is where this is what we were able to do this is what was taught to us so that was something that was really really cool that i really enjoyed um then we get on to court we get on to uh, the chorus again and you know he's paying respect to ugk he's paying respect to dj screw he's really you know just having a good old time with this and really just having fun um for verse two i like when he goes popping up twice trunk shaking like a fistful of dice wrist game like a cooler of ice chandelier like who needs some light ufos like who need a ride i like that i like how he i like how he said pop up twice trunk and trunk shaking like a fistful of dice that was that was cool i, I could like I, I see like the energy of shaking dice and really trying to get that main score as well as relating it to the energy of just like shaking the car. That was dope. Uh, wrist game like a cooler of ice chandelier like who needs some light. I just enjoyed that. I enjoyed how he's like using these word plays and kind of like being a little bit cocky with it. Uh, I, and then UFOs like who need a ride. I just it's it's funny how we call cars like spaceships ufos boats and things that they're not just to equivalent to their like status like how rich they are so i thought that was cool uh overall it's just a really big song it, not a big song but it's just a really nice song about paying respect to houston texas really and that's where he was influenced for a lot of the southern styles that he's been using is from what i understand uh, 4.2 on 5. Now, the next track is called Outer Space. So, this song really has this dope beat to it, and like it really fits with the Outer Space theme uh, of the title. Um, now, the premise of this track is uh, I feel like Big Crit is explaining that we are like we as like the society or like the human race are supposed to be technically more advanced than we already are right now. Um, so, and, and and I'll get to that in a minute because there's some 
there's some verse, like, for example, actually, part in the second verse, I'm supposed to go to my job and try to even my odds, then go sit in my car in all this traffic, like, I don't even live all that far, we used to talk about Mars, we barely look at the stars, what happened to flying cars? And I like how he's questioning that. That is apart from verse two, and I'm starting there because that's kind of where I think the song really gets that whole premise from, is that there's a lot of things that... Um, and again, this is only my opinion, right? There's a lot of things that I feel are um, we were supposed to be having, but we've decided to focus on other things uh, that may not be as beneficial. And I feel like that's what Big Crit is trying to explain to us right now. Uh, but let's let's start from the beginning and, and we'll run through it, right? So the first verse kind of goes off and he's like, sometimes I ride around like I never live here. I never been here. Might up and leave here. Might call my people like, peace, I'll see ya. I build a spaceship only for my leisure. I'll come back next year. I'm tired of all collectors, fake friends and flexing bozos. The message under my comments, all that nonsense. I like how he's expressing that. He, he feels this sort of detachment. He feels disassociated from the, the environment around him, the atmosphere around him. And it's really starting to get to him, which... You know what? I can understand that. I can understand that he, he at, at where he is right now, he may feel sort of out of place. Um, phone me home now. I'm in my zone now. Got a space modulator. Leave me alone now. All the stars and the planets and I'm worried about a cop that might shoot down the drop because I took off in the lot high beams. Now, I like how he's expressing like he continues with the space theme, but I like how he's expressing the fact that there's so much shit that we don't actually know about the world or the universe or what's actually out there and we're too busy worrying about cops we're too busy worrying about getting killed now maybe not i'm not speaking for myself like i'm worried but in his case with what's been happening in the media and all of these these things that's happening in the last years and all this stuff like it it, it really it really kind of wakes you up and be like, dude, there is way more shit to worry about than there is, or at least way more shit to explore than than to be caught up in a lot of this petty bullshit, fucking stupid nonsense. But that's just my own opinion. Um, I like how I like how uh, on the chorus. Because, right, the, the verse the verse to verse, the continuation to verse one follows suit. Uh, you get a little bit more variations of, like, him supposed to be going further and, like, doing way better. Um, but uh, on the chorus, it goes, I'm supposed to go farther, go higher, do more than the bullshit that you told me to. I'm supposed to discover life wonders without wondering all the time. Uh, all that bullshit that you put me through, I'm going to uh, go to outer space one time. And I like that he's he's really defining his own path. He's really doing his own thing and really just uh, making himself happy and wanting to achieve and see different things. I really do enjoy that. Uh, then we have the line of, you know, after questioning that you're supposed to be doing better and really succeeding and really living the best life, it goes, I'm supposed to go to my job and try to even my odds, then go sit in a car and, and all this traffic. Like, I don't even live all that far. We used to talk about Mars. We barely look at the stars. What happened to flying cars? It's like the realization that there's so much in this world that we need to do. There's so much in this world that we could that we could experience and and see and maybe even in the universe experience and see. And we're busy going to our nine to five jobs and we're not really taking the advantage that the world could give us is kind of what I'm feeling and it's kind of what I'm getting from this. 
Um, then uh, continuation in verse two, uh, he goes, uh, steady of playing cops and robbers probably should have astronauted, might have seen another planet, but we shoot in pocket rockets. I'm just saying, what's the plan? We don't spend... We done spent too many days, too many years traffic jam. And I like that because he's really kind of relating like there's always going to they're, they're too busy cops chasing robbers and this chasing that and too many criminal activity going on as well that we're not really too much criminal activity going on and, and kind of acting out unproper that we're not taking the time to look at what's beyond the universe, the world, and all the other wonders that it has. Uh, we're too busy shooting pocket rockets. I assume that that's like a, a, a because a pocket rocket is like a pocket bike is from what I understand. I, shoot, I assume he's considering it to, he's relating it to being a gun and like people are too busy killing each other to really see the beauty in life and the different wonders. And I feel like he's saying like, yo, what's the plan? We done spent too many years in a traffic jam it's like yeah we wasted all this time there's so much there's so much that has been wasted and there's so much that hasn't gotten done that you know what it feels like we may have taken a step back and i really like that i really like how um big crit is really presenting that right now um the first follow suit really dope really fits with like the space theme really uh gives you something to think about about like where we are as a society a little bit is kind of how i feel uh and i gave the song a 4.2 uh moving from that the next song is high beams i'll be completely honest this isn't my favorite track on uh the album um it's a good song because of how it was produced uh the way that crit flows through the track is really nice um and please don't butcher me if i pronounce it wrong but i think the the, the featuring artist is wolf de M mitches um i i could be wrong definitely am wrong and i greatly apologize uh but the the song itself just didn't really have anything for me um and it's weird because of the grade that i gave it honestly and you'll I'll explain after but let's just kind of jump into it so uh the intro comes in it's kind of setting up this context of trying to find the finer things so appreciating the luxuries of life and really enjoying like the better things that that, that life has to offer um and the chorus kind of goes like high beams high beams i'm trying to get the finer things high beams high beams trying to stay between the seams yeah 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 and the high beams are like the high beams of a car so i picture him like driving at night trying to just like figure out what's going on or like what's happening you know um but so far nothing too spectacular for myself uh in any sense and then we go into the first chorus and i like how he's kind of honest and really just real about being confused um oh i do like the jazzy feel to this the loungy jazzy feel it kind of just feels like he's just chilling there and it's just all kind of spaced out it would really fit nicely uh with um i guess the the presentation they're trying to give it so verse one i was searching for god with a flashlight on a dirt road is this flash bright enough does a flashlight a love that i don't have when i'm done when i'm drowned so i do like that because he's kind of being in like i like how his he's got that uh, belief in God. He's trying to find him. He's trying to find his way out of the darkness. Uh, but 
you know, the lyrics are, they're, they're okay. They're not like the most greatest, greatest lyrics. Um, I like how he kind of feels trapped, which was really cool. Something that he said was, and these solar panels collect my frowns because I know the world ain't grounded and the negative versus positive keep the chaos around me. Share my light, share my light, share my uh, share my light, my light, my light, my light. Don't be scared of the night, the night, because I glow, yeah, I glow. Now, he's talking about driving around in his car and he's talking about being that light for people who feel lost and they can like kind of follow him into like a happy place or like you know just just the right path but at the same time i also think like and when he says and these solar panels collect my frowns because i know the world ain't grounded i feel like he's talking about cell phones i feel like he's relating the solar panels to being the cell phone that's collecting the frowns because you're staring at it and being destroyed by social media because everybody seems to have a better life than you do um which I thought was really cool. Which I thought was a really, really cool concept of of this song. Um, then we get back into the chorus, which it does its thing. It was it was okay. It wasn't like the greatest chorus on the album. Uh, then we get to verse two. Uh, Street lights don't shine on me enough to keep me out of harm's reach. Like why are we all out here all week? Cause this is how we all eat. You feel the struggle. You get the you, you can you can hear that there is like some sort of tension that may have happened. Um, but still, there was other songs on this album I prefer a little bit more. Um, the sun don't shine like I need it to when I'm finding th- when I'm fiending through my need for cool. It's hot for days and the breeze is through. Uh, I'm overheating. My fuse is blue. I shine. I shine. My light. My light. Please shine. Please shine for my sight. And I like how he's kind of expressing like he's had rough days he's on his edge he's at his limit and he really kind of just needs that help to, to kind of get through he needs that pathway and since we're talking about high beams relating to a car i feel like he's trying to meet up with people who can show him the way and really help shine their high beams in a sense with him to find that path <clears throat> I like the outro, how it goes. Uh, the neon lights in the trunk of the whip tell you how I feel sometimes. Sometimes the neon lights beneath the bumper and the grill tell you how I feel sometimes. How he's really like expressing that his car is something that's like a part of him and that if he's feeling sad, he will represent it on his car. And it really kind of just sets that mood of like being one. I guess with something else and really having that way to express yourself so that was cool uh but overall I don't actually have anything else to say it was an okay track I left it with a 4.1 uh moving on that's just life in the sun this was an instant change I uh I really really did enjoy the um the difference in the beat it just instantly starts and it's got this boppier feel and you're all like back up and happy again and it's like and it just keeps moving and moving and i really really enjoyed that i thought it was super super cool um now what i did like about this song is that it, it it's got a lot of like it's got a lot of like real, I guess, real shit from what I understand. Um, so I like how he go, how in verse one, um, oh, the chorus from Camper is pretty cool. Uh, it's got a smooth tone to it, but it's kind of just like, it, it's it's kind of just like um, greatness is on the horizon and the sun is rising. 
oh, there ain't no more hiding because the sun is shining, shining someone I can confine in. I feel like the best I've ever been ever since you've lived, you've lived beside me. You showed me I was worth finding. So I do like that positive aspect that they're finding happiness in somebody, that they're feeling connected with somebody. But it's fucking real. Um, so Big Crit in verse 1 goes, I spent my life in the sun, dark in complexion. I'm learning my lesson. Listen today. Don't you boast when you pray. Yeah, never post where you lay. Jackers be robbing and plotting and killing to Batman. To Batman and Robin, they villains. To Jokers, they smile. And to, to Jokers, they smile and they wave colorful hair, but they dodge in the fade. I feel like he's, I feel like he's expressing just everybody. Like he's kind of saying that everybody's got shit. Uh, you know, like people are going through, like some of the rappers got like colorful hair. People are now dyeing their hair and they're changing their styles. Uh, Batman and Robin, I like how he kind of looks at them and vilifies them a little bit. Like they're a villain to somebody because someone else might think that what they're doing is like right for them and their family and their people. So that was something that was really interesting to think about. I like how he says dark complexion. Granted, he is a black guy, so that's one. But two, like being out in the sun all day, you're getting tanned, you get darker. So that was really cool. That was really a cool thing to really think of. Um, I like how he kind of mentions you a dope boy, but it's probably a phase till they search where you stay and your partner get jammed and he tell where you he tell what you say what he tell what you say water for quarters but who needs a blaze summer with borders like how can we play house on a fire like where can we stay in the summer and it's like it's really interesting how he's bringing up like this sense of loyalty and this sense of like things are changing and you're and you are making choices to do certain to do to make certain movements that maybe you're not ready for maybe you don't know how to handle you don't know how to deal with which was something I really, I, I, I thought was really cool. And just bringing the aspect of like the summer is kind of terrorizing the, the, like the summer is different. People are having issues. It's super hot and there's not enough like uh, accommodations. Like you're really starting to kind of like understand like where he kind of comes from. And that, and that's something that really spoke to me. Um, so yeah, the chorus, greatness is on the horizon and the sun is rising. Oh, there ain't no more hiding because the sun is shining. It's like this very positive attitude about how we are, like how we're going to get better and things are going to change and things are going to be different. Um, in verse two, I like how he goes, I gave my heart for the funds. Just give it back when you're done. It's like he put everything he can into his albums and make sure that when you're done listening to it, you give him back his heart. You don't kind of stay selfish and keep it for yourself, which I don't know how to actually explain, but I do kind of understand that. Like people get attached. I feel like people get attached to music and people get attached to certain things that they feel belongs to them. But it's like, dude, this artist put their heart and soul in it. Like he let you listen to it. And you know what I mean? Like he put it out there for you to listen to it, but like you can't really claim it as your own. This is, you know, his um if that makes sense in any way um i like when he goes uh you took me from where i came from you took me from where i came bonfire more lighter propane lighter most higher not tamed highest fire one higher than the flame no firefighter or water pilot could maintain subtle glimmer grandma simmer from her pain like that really just kind of breaks down for me i feel like he's expressing like his environment where he's from the type of lifestyle he had and like 
how it's all been changed and 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 like even throwing in the grandmother like this is something he's used to like grandma's grandma is used to simmering down from the pain it's just completely different um but that's pretty much it i I don't feel like there was anything else really from the song i think that it took a dip a little bit just this track uh but it was good it was it was nice to see a little bit of insight more or a little bit more insight into crit's upbringing i would say or the past that he's he's kind of been through so uh, I do like the energy on this song. I do like the beat that was made. Again, I don't hate any of the... I don't really hate any of the beats. There's some songs that I'm like, eh, I might not really hit up again. But I do enjoy a lot, a, a, a lot of the beat production on this album. Uh, this song got a 4.2. And for the final song on the album from this 19-track project, we are left with Mississippi. M-I-S-S-I-S-S-I-P-P-I. This, this track pretty seemed straightforward, especially from the title for me. Um, I feel like he's just kind of putting his city, Mississippi, on the map. M-I-S-S-I-S-S-I-P-P-I. I just like doing that. I apologize, guys. Um, so, right off the bat, I feel like Crit is representing his city, you know, really kind of putting it on the map and being like, this is where he's from, not to, not to let anybody get confused. Uh, the flow is super smooth, super, super smooth, really dope. Uh, but like just some of the shit he says right so luxury tax my flow how i get it you ain't even know he ain't made it you ain't make it person i be flexing i've been repping i've been doing what i need to do and to step in mississippi like it kind of feels like it's a little bit authentic to mississippi and his culture and 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 where he's from and like his upbringing his environment uh so that was something super cool um the the whole other the rest of the that that was really what stood out to me in for in terms of verse one uh the rest of the verse does follow suit really kind of talking about um the same things like just kind of like being there and whatnot but a lot of the verses and more for verse two a lot of the, the the things are from verse two uh then we move on to the chorus which um pretty cool it's a pretty cool chorus uh i was i mean it was just crit kind of explaining like daddy worked on the on a train mama always had brains she a teacher now you know when how we get down so stop with all them bullshit moves uh about about where i come from and it's really cool how he's just kind of like explaining to everybody like y'all think you know where i'm from but this is where i'm from these are my parents they're hardworking. they know what they they know what they got to do they know how to like you know, really stay focused, and that's and that's what's really kind of vibing off right now. Is what I'm getting for this track is that like they're really trying to stay focused and, and get it done. Um, we move into verse two, and I like how he goes. You ain't ever seen the stars and the moon glow. Never heard your granny yell out, "Boy, stop slamming them doors." Hey, Mid Atlantic Auntie May, think about them all the time. Show the young boy how to how to be grown from grown man from a grown man to king. How to how to be a young show the young boy how to be a grown man from a grown man to a king so i could shine my apologies guys i completely butchered that but the point still remains that there, he's really kind of bringing it back to his upbringing and how uh his auntie may in mid-atlantic uh and and i guess uh like around uh in atlanta um you know he he really had that type of structure and really had that like 
that ability to grow and had people looking after him to help him grow into a man that he is today so that was super dope uh when you come up where i come up you got to do what you got to do to achieve that there it's kind of like expressing how where he's from in mississippi the belief that you can be something that you can be a rapper that you can make money they can do this isn't really there and you really have to like truly believe in yourself that it that that that's what it is um i like how he goes uh that two chain song was right most things ain't never ever happen overnight but when you're trying to fly a kite and you gotta take the you gotta make take flight make that flight you trying to make shit right you do what you need to do you get it done you get it done you only you're the only one that can make it happen so you had to make it and you had the to run the marathon so i really like how he's expressing like dude if you want to be that change you got to make that change you got to do what you got to do to get where you got to go you got to believe in your dream and you cannot give up and i really do like that uh inspiration in in regards to the song um those are really a lot of the things that i quoted off of this track it's about five minutes long uh the reason why it is five minutes is because Carlos Miller and Chico Bean come back on the outro, kind of tying up the whole project all together. Um, I really did enjoy this song, though, uh, a lot. I think it was a really great way to end the album overall. Um, it really just kind of shows that he's really spitting for his city and he's really trying to get Mississippi on the map. And he, he really is proud to be from there and i do enjoy that i do enjoy his his love of his of his city state however you want to consider it um where he's from the skit itself is chico is jason uh i don't want to i don't want to mess up his name i greatly apologize uh is carlos miller and chico being kind of praising the album and being out like completely flabbergasted of how great it is and it's super funny because even if you think it's not like the greatest album or even if you think it is the greatest album i like their comedy sketch really piecing it together and keeping it consistent with when they started the album at the beginning um I do enjoy how they keep it comedic and then they come to realize that now that it's over, they have to wait again for another big crit album. But it it, it ends on a very peaceful note. It ends on this like you've gotten some really real shit from big crit. Um, overall, the song got a 4.8. It's one of the bigger, one of the better songs on the on the album i really think that you know the way he presents it he's got this kind of slam poetry in the second verse he's really keeping it true to like his his origins and his upbringing uh i do enjoy how there is this um i do enjoy how he's kind of like you know just just talking and has this loungy jazzy feel to the whole song the beat changes his flow changes the control on it like everything was just really really stellar and i like how we wrapped it up with that song so definitely good job Anya. 4.8 on 5 and uh that kind of wraps it up for this this whole project damn it's been a trip uh overall the album got a 4.25 on 5 from me 
I really enjoyed it. Like it was, it was a different experience. Um, a lot of what I do like the most was the beats. Uh, they just the way they're made and the drums and the sounds and just the different vibes that was just coming off of it was super, 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 super dope. Um, big crit. I, I, he can rap there's nothing he can't do i'm gonna state that like he's proven to be able to make beats he's proven to be able to rap and the way he carries his flow and he changes the changes the way that he just jumps from the beat to the beat and goes off timing and goes back on is absolutely stellar i completely respect him on his flows and the words that he uses and how he flips it up um I think there's a few songs, maybe like two songs I'll take off this album because 19 tracks is pretty long. Uh, generally by like track 12, I kind of get a little bit bored, but I think that's why I'm bringing that up because this this album didn't get me bored. Everything, everything that was here felt different. Everything one after another it had a specific feel to it yeah there's like a consistent theme going through the whole album but every song had a different vibe and just felt completely different than the last one which is what really kept my kept my peak interest in it um with that being said i don't have much else to say about the album uh it was good i do suggest that you guys check it out if you can please leave comments in the please leave a comment down below letting me know what your favorite song on the album is a couple of songs or whatnot if you agree with me disagree on certain things uh let's start a conversation have that have that happen uh, with that as well, I also want to thank the Patreons, Ismail Gadamsi, Lindo Williams, DJ Black Hurricane, Chris Prado, and Jonathan Barnes. Thank you so much for everything you guys do for us, subscribing to our Patreon and helping us grow and get better. I know that... Uh, there's like certain things you guys get on patreon you can get early access to some of the videos you're able to get uh you can also help us pick well help us you get to decide what album we what album you want us to review uh whether it's headspace classic quest rock and beards you know any other shows definitely hit us up there if you want to try to trying to get your way into getting us to review albums uh thank you so much 100% thank you so much for sticking with me this long I know that this is part two it's about an hour long already I'm at an hour and eight minutes by myself uh, but to be honest I'm proud of myself this is the first time I really did the headspace to get the best space by myself and and I think I held it down pretty well again in the comments let me know what you guys think let me know how I did uh, definitely super excited to get more content out there more things on the way i've got big projects coming so please stick around and and hopefully y'all can catch that when i start leaking information and letting y'all know what's going to be going on but with that i'm gonna go and finally take a break because it's been a very 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 long trip have yourselves a great evening day whatever time it is month year hope it all works out and i will catch you on the next Headspace.